and welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip DeBlock, and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals to talk about the news and the issues, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce the crew to you. Guys, if you, if you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show. Now, we have a special guest this evening. We have Lou Veloz. And uh, you can see in the graphic behind him, Storefront Sting. Uh, so Lou is retired ATF. Uh, any, any, and uh, look, I, I bought the book. I'm reading it right now. And, and, and he is a storefront king, uh, king for the sting. So it's, it's pretty cool. So we'll be talking more about that a little bit later. We've got, uh, all retired this evening, Captain Brett Bartlett, Lieutenant Randy Sutton, Lieutenant Bob Kroll, Corporal David DeGresta and producer Will Stasser. So thanks guys for uh, being on the show. I think we're being overtaken by lieutenants though. Um, also our shout out to our sponsors, Gauls, Guardian Alliance Technologies, gunlearn.com, mymedicare.live, tac-tote.com, and we are fueled by Bang Energy. So thanks to all those entities for helping make the show happen. Moving along, we've got uh, some interesting news, two articles, policetribune.com and Police One, and, and talking about the vaccine mandate. So a judge orders NYPD to reinstate cops that were fired for refusing the COVID vaccine. Now, we've been covering a lot of articles like this lately, uh, some going this way and some not. But so a New York judge ruled on Friday that the New York City mandate that required New York uh, police department officers to be vaccinated did not apply to union members. So Bob Kroll, you probably can appreciate this ruling. So guys represented by the union um, in February, 1400 New York city workers were fired for refusing to comply with the vaccine mandate. And among them were 36 New York police department employees. And, and they have it all broken down uh, according to Bloomberg. So the New York state Supreme court justice Lyle Frank ruled from a Manhattan courthouse on September the 23rd that the vaccine mandate, it never should have been applied to the uh, NYPD Police Union Association, the PBA, according to Fox News. Frank also ordered that all members of the union who were wrongfully terminated or put on leave without pay as a result of noncompliance should be immediately reinstated. The judge's decision said that the uh, New York City's Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, uh, wow, they got a department like that, uh, conduct of unilaterally creating a condition of employment is improper. So, um, you know, the union operates on guidelines and rules and agreements for the city and they threw something in there that wasn't part of their bargaining agreement like as what i'm assuming lieutenant crawl and that's what jammed them up so frank's ruling struck down the mandate because it imposed a new condition of employment so uh that's what we have there uh lieutenant why don't you go and we got a, a almost a, a minute and a half go ahead the only the only thing i like about that is is it's it's a way to screw the admin wads that aren't in the union on that one so the all your all your rank and file and civil service rank promotees get back in and the top admin is out and does get left, but they probably didn't leave anyway. Uh, I think it, on a national level, this is a horrible law, horrible ruling. The only way to make it right is you bring back all those people you fired, let go with back pay, reinstatement of seniority across the board. Uh, the whole thing was a hoax and they fired good people for it, including our military, if you want to really dig deeper. It's a shame. Yeah, I, I wonder what's going on with those Navy SEALs that refuse to take the jab. I, uh, I'm kind of wondering. I need, to, I need to research and find out what's going on with them. Uh, Captain Bartlett, you got about 15 seconds. Well, if you go from the top down, Joe Biden said the other day, the COVID thing's over. So it's done. So why not? Why not let them come back to work? No harm, no foul. Good point. All right. Well, look, we've got the uh, Supreme Court, not the New York Supreme Court, but the Supreme Court is going to review a detective's case against municipal COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Stay tuned to that. We'll be right back. 
So let's talk about the 25th annual 1905 Family Restaurants Community Harvest. Now, um, I know a lot of us are big fans of the uh, Godsmart Family's Columbia restaurant chain. And so they put together this uh, this benefit and they take nonprofit organizations like one that I'm part of, the Tampa Police Memorial, and uh, they allow you to go eat at any of their restaurants and they'll give you a card during the month of September and if you select the charity, like the Tampa Police Memorial, they'll send uh, 5% of your bill of the tab um, in gift certificates back to the charity. It's it's nothing out of your, nothing, no cost from you. It doesn't add anything to your bill at all. So it's got a bunch of, uh, look, a bunch of restaurants around the state of Florida, and they're doing this during the month of September. So I uh, highly recommend that you guys check them out. Um, I went there uh, on Saturday last weekend, and I had a great time. I know David ends up going to the restaurant a lot too. In fact, a lot of the guys in the show do. So if you guys come to Florida, please check them out. It's a great resource. Welcome back to Leo Roundtable Show. You know, we're in our last 10 minutes of the show, and we're talking about the Supreme Court um, hearing a case involving the COVID vaccine mandate. So it, it's it's not the New York Supreme Court, but it's a New York uh, case. So the Supreme Court is going to consider a New York Police Department detective's challenge against the New York City's municipal coronavirus vaccine mandate. And I know we, we just talked about, you know, something very similar, and uh, they initially decided not to pick up the case. So listen to how this goes down. So in August, Justice Sonia Sotomayor, uh, a member of the, of the top court's liberal minority, she dismissed a request from Detective Anthony Marciano to hear his challenge against the mandate. And it requires all city workers to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Uh, but um, the lawyer, Patricia Finn said on Wednesday in a tweet that she recently resubmitted the request directly to conservative Justice Clarence Thomas in a deliberate effort to circumvent the other justices' dismissal. And apparently it worked. So the Supreme Court's press office confirmed that it is going to review the challenge at an October 7th hearing. So uh, interesting stuff going down. Any if there's no comments on that. I'll move to the next one, but I think that's pretty substantial. The Supreme Court is finally going to um, address the mandate. So, uh, Lieutenant Kroll, you, you may finally get what you've been wishing for. Maybe they'll standardize this across the country, uh, at least, you know, people getting fired, you know, from the mandates and hopefully getting reinstated to their jobs. So great thing to do. Yeah. And I, and I, and I've said before, I'll say it again. I'm glad that I'm no longer active because that would have been a tough bill. It's easy for me being retired and, and getting a pension check not to get vaccinated. In fact, even on my Facebook page, when everybody was putting vaccinated, you remember that little ring that you can put on your face? I, I made a graphic and it says not vaccinated on my Facebook. And I lost like a thousand, a thousand friends immediately after I did that. But um, so I'm kind of curious what's going to happen with this. So, um, you know, you know, Chip, back in those days, uh, I, I, it wasn't bad enough that, you know, you didn't get it. You didn't want to get it. But what was worse was people calling you out. I call them vaccine douches. <laughs> Do you? It's like a gluten douche, right? You know, oh, I can't eat that. I got, how about shut up? Just shut your yap and let's go eat some wings. Just shut up. Hey, so, so Captain Brett, since you're talking, um, yes, I, I know you just got back from vacation, took a cruise. How did that go? Oh, uh, not so well. Uh, wife caught the Rona <laughs> on the boat and they, uh, uh, they put us in Durant's vial for a couple of days, but they fed us and uh, we had free movies and uh, we each had our own bed that worked out nicely. So it was the uh, best of the worst. Wow. You know, you know, now Patty and I, my wife and I were not vaccinated, so it's kind of hindered where we go. I want to go back to Europe. I, I, I cruise a lot. And, and of course, I haven't been able to. Now, I know that they're lifting some of these mandates, but 
uh, of course, the worst fear is being stuck on a cruise ship coming down with the vaccine. Like, like Brett, Brett and his wife, I mean, for a month, they didn't go around people. They didn't go anywhere. Um, he, I mean, they were, they, they just were not around anybody They get on the cruise ship and she gets the virus and they, and they, and, and they go in the quarantine and get kicked off the, it's just crazy. And what was the funniest part, the people on the phone said, listen, you're, you tested positive. She's going to have to go into isolation. Sir, would you like to go with her? You'd like to stay in your own room. I said, <laughs> Can you can I live on this boat for the rest of my life? Because that's what's going to have to happen. Well, actually, I'm going to have to go to medical because when she shoves a knife on my back, it's going to be a little, you know, the, the Rona be the wor- the least of your problems. Wow. Wow. Uh, it just, you know, you oh, just well, whatever. You can't make this stuff up. So. All right. If um, if there's nobody else, we've got another video to cover. Then we're back on Rumble. This is Butter's the channel, and look, highly recommend that you guys support. This is Butter. They have the best law enforcement videos, in my opinion, uh, around. There are a lot of uh, sources, but Rumble is the best one. And uh, police shoot and kill a man in Atwater Village after a pursuit. Please and hold the earth. Males running around the gun. Right there, right there. Gun, 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 gun. I dropped the gun, motherfucker! Hey, drop the gun! Drop the gun! Stay by cover! Stay by cover! Hey, get down! 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 So the police engine ended when an officer fatally shot a man. Now they don't name him in the article, but I watched the video and I found out that his name is Mr. Walsh. So Mr. Walsh got shot at the Atwater village neighborhood of Los Angeles on Thursday. So this happens at 4.45 p.m. Officers initiate a traffic stop on a stolen vehicle. So it's the Glendale Police Department. The driver fails to yield. Um, so uh, he is, I think that would classify Lou as being non-compliant. So he does not yield and they initiate a pursuit. Suspect vehicle collides in the multiple vehicles during the chase and it's just a wild video. But for our podcast and radio listeners, we're describing this in great detail. So he's crashing in the cars, going down the road. His vehicle is all beat up. He's got fenders sticking out the side and stuff. I mean, his vehicle driving down the road is taking up like two lanes. The driver eventually crashes into a parked car. So the man exits the vehicle and he's armed. Also, a female passenger um, exits too, and they have air service up. So it, it's trying to pick up who they're getting. So it follows the female instead of the guy with a gun. That's just the way it worked out. So an officer ends up shooting our bad guy. Not a great video of that until you get to the door cam of the porch that he's on, and it has the best angle. And uh, it's an outdoor porch. 
porch and, the, and this guy's taken on fire from the cops it's hitting at first it's just hitting the 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 cement block of the uh, of the of the structure and so this guy is diving down between a low a low uh a, i guess a low height wall it's crazy ultimately he succumbs to his injuries and he dies they have a firearm recovered at the scene passenger that was in the vehicle is later taken into custody it's just another uh, another beautiful day what do you think uh uh lou and then randy yeah, I, I thought this is another one that I watched twice because this is a great video that illustrates the reality of a shootout. Um, and again, it, you know, a shootout is confusing, right? It, it's it's just confusion. And you, it's not like it when you watch it on Miami Vice, when you're really in a shootout, you, you it's hard to understand where shots are coming from and where everyone is located. And I thought this video was great because it really shows that. It shows just the split second decisions officers have to make, you know, there's somebody lying uh, near the minivan there and, and the officers are running around and, and uh, you know, just so for all the Monday morning quarterbacks, it's a great video to me that shows the reality of a shootout. You know, this guy was not giving up his gun uh, and, you know, he was in it, man. Well, Brett, Randy. Uh, I think uh, Lou, you had you hit it right on the head. It wasn't just a shooting. We see shootings all the time. That was a shootout. Right. That was a protracted event. It wasn't a spontaneous thing. It was it was a protracted event. Uh, and, and, you know, because I'm always drawn to the weapons. Uh, the first video, uh, the first officer I saw in the video, he had another red dot scope. And I always wonder, well, I'm not kidding. He had a red dot scope. Right. That, that's going to be the thing now. And he had the elevated sights. So we can co-witness the red dot. My question is, are the red dots being more effective? Right. Or are there going to be some studies done to show us, hey, is this is this something we all need to go to? Because it, it, it we saw three videos on, on the stuff you sent us, three videos of red dot scopes right in a row. And, yeah. and I may have to get me one. I might have to learn what that's all about, because apparently it's it's coming. I think we need to get Randy Sutton and Bob Kroll in the town, do some of these deadly force neuro training videos with some red scope suit and some simunitions, man. I want to hear, I want to get mm. some videos, some screaming and some red mark, some bruising. <laughs> Chip, we're not talking about later on at your house. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh. Not the after party. You know, the one thing the, the from what was what Lou was describing, the confusion at first, but the one thing that I saw that I picked up on, and it, at least after seeing two angles of the different video, there was one officer that as he was, I think it was off, body cam officer number two, he was coming in from the side on a low wall. And as he was coming down the wall, he kept angling, 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 cutting the pie, cutting the pie, got the angle finally on the guy that was behind the low wall at the, at the, uh, on the porch, and, but just started firing rapidly, multiple shots, one right after the other. You could almost see him. He, he made, I think, a hit or two out of that volley. The guy went down behind the wall to, 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 to took cover. He began to reposition himself out into the street, changed his angle. And I'm, I'm, I'm yelling at him, why are you leaving color, cover? Why are you leaving cover? But then from another angle, you could see that it, he almost took a breath and went, okay, hold on a second. He repositions himself. He's, he's then angled on a tree. He's not right up against the tree. And you guys got to understand that when you take cover, the cover can be 20 feet in front of you, but as long as you're on the, as long as you're edging that cover, that's what the bad guy sees is the tree, not you. So he's edging that tree and he's edging out from the tree. You can almost see him taking the breath and going, pow, pow. And then you see the hits starting to happen on the bad guy on the porch from the, from the, from the doorbell cam. 
And it was it was one of those moments you kind of go, okay, there you are. And it, but that confusion and that that wildness in the, at the beginning, but then he caught himself. It appeared that he kind of took that breath and said, okay, get into the shot. And he he set up and made shots that eventually then put the guy down. It was a fantastic thing if you watch it close. All right, great. Thirty seconds, Randy. I just thought it was a it was a really good example of a uh, of, of law enforcement doing what law enforcement is supposed to do. They didn't hesitate. They took care of business. They saw that he was a threat to someone else trying to keep him from getting in that house. And they did exactly what they should have done when they should have done it. Thank you, Lou Velos, for coming, being on the show. Guys, Storefront Sting, you can see it um, behind him. Uh, and, and the book is out. You guys need to order that book or, you know, don't even wait or read the book. And then there you go. And, and, and then wait for the next Netflix thing. But read the book before the Netflix thing comes out. Uh, Bob Kroll and Randy Sutton, you can both uh, get on the waiting list for their books and also go to thewoundedblue.org. Get information about the summit so you can go there. A shout out to Gauls, Guardian Alliance Technologies, gunlearn.com, mymedicare.live, tact tote.com and bang energy thank you for fueling us hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week